0: Well, good afternoon, everyone. Uh, welcome, I suppose. Uh, my name is Tim Karpmal. I am the City Councilor for Ward-Bahesawin, which is uh, the, actually, technically, the space that we're standing on here today. Uh, really an exciting announcement today. We uh, get to celebrate the fact that uh, the Anthony Henday Drive, the southwest portion, has been widened to three lanes, and that includes the bridge portion that we're standing right next to us here. This is really important for this part of the city, for southwest Edmonton. Not only is this a a primary commuting and goods and services corridor for this quadrant of the city and of the Edmonton metro region, but it is uh, vitally important for those that live in southwest Edmonton as a commuting route. This is the route that allows us to get to other parts of the city very quickly. Uh, It is uh, counted on by so many of the people that I have the privilege of representing. And uh, perhaps uh, as importantly in the short term, it will provide a little bit of relief for the work that's going on on Terwilliger Drive. The construction is going to continue there for a little bit. And this now provides that high-speed, widened, high-capacity corridor that allows people to get to the west end of the city from the south side. So really want to thank the province for their investment in this project. Really want to express our thanks on behalf of Edmonton City Council and Mayor (laughs) that. The project is finally done we got another happy customer traveling across the bridge here right now so i uh, uh, just really want to say that happy to take any questions after and uh, i will like to introduce uh, devon dreeshan the minister of transportation and uh, economic corridors uh, who's got a few words to say thank you
1: well thank you so much uh councillor carmel it's uh, it's great to be out here this is my Second time, actually, out on the ring road in the last two days. So uh, I know there's other parts to the, the ring road, but it's, uh, it's just great to be here. And uh, obviously, when a project is, a provincial project is completed, it's always, it's always great news. And I'm, I'm proud to announce that this $100 million project for Edmonton is now complete. As of actually late yesterday, all six lanes of the southwest Anthony Henday Drive are open to traffic. And this portion of the Henday is now three lanes in each direction from Calgary Trail to White Mud Drive, and this means significant time savings for Edmonton drivers. So, uh, it could up until now it could take about 25 minutes or longer to travel between White Mud Drive and Calgary Trail. And with these new lanes, motorists should be able to drive that exact same route in 10 minutes. Saving, obviously, about 15 minutes of travel time in one direction. And this section of the Hyundai was actually opened uh, in 2006. And it it was originally constructed to handle about 40,000 vehicles per day. But uh, just three years later, uh, the capacity was exceeded due to just the phenomenal growth in this section of the city. And that turned this section of the highway into a parking lot at times with major traffic congestions. And so while the job here is complete and this construction project is is finalized, uh, this bridge that we're right here is still going to be down to 80 kilometers an hour, while some of the highway work will continue into next year. But the the rest of this 18-kilometer project will be at 100 kilometers an hour, will be at the the full speed of the ring road. But with this expansion, the section of the highway will accommodate up to 120,000 Vehicles. So currently there's about 80,000 vehicles that cross here uh, on, a, on a daily basis, so there's still room to grow with this, uh, with this expansion. So obviously just fantastic news for travelers and also commercial trucks, uh, meaning less time on the road and obviously more time at home doing the things that, that people love. And really it makes the movement of commercial goods quicker and more efficient, saving time and money. The, the southwest Henday is a critical uh, component to the economic corridors from Highway 2 to the Yellowhead Highway. And I'd just like to take this time to thank uh, all Edmontonians uh, for their patience through this project. It has been a long time coming, but travel times will be significantly reduced in this section of the city And with that, I'm happy to uh, introduce uh, Karen Wychuk, the CEO of the Edmonton Metropolitan Region Board, to give a few comments as well.
2: Good afternoon. What a great news day for our region. I'd like to thank Minister Dreschen and Councillor Cartmel for their remarks and more importantly for everything they're doing to advance the Edmonton Metropolitan Region. Anthony Henday Drive is one of the region's most important traffic arteries. So improvements are a big win for our residents and our businesses. They will ensure commuters spend less time in traffic and more time with their loved ones. They will boost the economy by allowing businesses to connect goods to market more quickly and efficiently. The MRB is grateful to Alberta Transportation for helping keep our region on the move. As many of you know, the Edmonton Metropolitan Region is made up of 13 dynamic, complementary and ambitious municipalities. Through the EMRB, our member municipalities are working to build together what none of us could build alone, a globally competitive region that offers an unparalleled quality of life and a wealth of economic opportunities. We understand that smart infrastructure is critical to this work, and that's why we And individuals like Councillor Cartmel have worked so hard to focus on improving the region's transportation network. Again, thank you to Minister Drieschen and Alberta Transportation for their partnership and dedication to making this expansion a reality. These are exciting times for our province. Alberta's prospects have never looked brighter. Drawn by our quality of life and wealth of economic opportunities, people are moving here from across the country and around the world. Announcements like this will help ensure the Edmonton metropolitan region can successfully accommodate the million people and 470,000 jobs that we're on track to welcome in the next 20 years. What's more, they will help ensure a stronger and more prosperous future for all Albertans. Thank you. And I'd like to introduce Malcolm Bruce, CEO of Edmonton Global.
3: Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Malcolm Bruce. I'm the CEO of Edmonton Global, which is the regional economic development company created to support the Edmonton metropolitan region, both in terms of attracting investment, but also in helping companies move into the export market space. This completion of this road, and I congratulate the government of Alberta and the transportation department, is incredible. The movement of goods, services and people easily around the region means for more economic activity and greater economic wealth for companies that are using these roads. It's also an important attraction for international investment, because if they know they can move around the region quickly and easily, that means their goods are not spending time on the road or in the rail. They're actually getting from a client or correction from manufacturing to client. And if many of you may not have known, this region is the fastest growing region in the country in terms of GDP. In 2022, in 2023, and forecasted for 2024 from the Conference Board of Canada, sees the growth of GDP leading the nation, the Edmonton region. And second of all, they've also talked about population growth. So when we talk about the numbers of cars on the road, currently we're just over 1.5 million people in this region. Forecast by 2027 will be over 1.7 million people. So the, the importance of this type of infrastructure to move those kind of folks around is critical. So again, congratulations to the minister and the government of Alberta, as well as my colleagues here in the city of Edmonton. A tremendous day. Thank you.
1: Okay, so with that, we'll have time for some questions from the media. So uh, if you have any questions, please step up to the mic. We'll do uh, one question, one follow-up. Uh, please wait for me to call on you for your follow-up question. Thanks.
3: Hi, Adam Zagrelli with
1: City News. Uh, just wondering, we see barriers. We see the lines aren't fully in yet. How long is it? You said it was going to be a year expected to basically finish up uh, the remaining tasks. Yeah, so, so right here by the bridge, it, all this extra kind of work on either side should be done by spring of next year. So, it'll eventually match the speed limits here versus the the rest of the ring road. So, spring is our projection to be able to finally 100%, even though all three lanes are open, uh, be 100% to match the speed limits here versus the rest of the ring road by this spring. Okay, and for your follow-up? How overdue is the project? Uh, Was the timetable, was it on time essentially? And uh, what 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 was learned through the process of, of completing the project? So this $100 million project was a year over, over time. Uh, it took, obviously, with COVID, supply chain issues, uh, labor issues as well, to be able to make sure that you, they had the products. And especially when you're, you're dealing with bridges, uh, there's that added complexity as well. So it, it was a year over time, but uh, that, that $100 million, to be able to see it completed now, is it's, it's future-proofing, essentially, to make sure that they now have the capacity of 120,000 vehicles per day, even though it's about 80,000 vehicles per day right now. So it's it's still a welcome news that it's finally completed.
3: Okay, and up next.
1: Hey, Minister, um, you mentioned it was a year behind schedule. Did it, uh, in terms of the budget, was it on budget? So the the $100 is really, that was what it was actually supposed to cost. So it it came in on budget, but that extra time to be able to make sure that we could finally be completed uh, did take that extra time, but uh, but it was on budget. Um, And the road is um, now built to accommodate 120,000 vehicles a day, as you mentioned. Are you confident that that's going to, that it's, uh, I guess, big enough now to accommodate this traffic for... Years to come, I mean, we, we've heard about how much Edmonton's going to grow. Are you confident that, you know, the road's big enough now to accommodate traffic for the extent, you know, for the foreseeable future? It should. That, that 120,000 mark uh, will be, you know, exceptional growth. But this is an area of the city that has seen exceptional growth. So we are expecting that, you know, this area should be, will probably be the next to advance to the next stage. But the, the rest of the ring road will be, probably have to catch up to, to this section of the city first. So you'd see improvements on the Anthony Henday and other areas before you'd see another addition to, to this area. Okay, and uh, now we're going to go to the phone line. So, Operator, can you please put through the next caller? Thomas and Bradley, Mr. Hello, Minister Dreschen. Thank you for taking my question. You said that this expansion will uh, help enhance an uh, economic corridor. How do you anticipate the expansion will improve the economy? So when, when you look at just travel times through through this stretch, this 18 kilometer stretch of, of road, it's about 15 minutes in one direction. So when you look at not just commuters and, and drivers going to work and going home, have a half an hour savings every day. But when you have do the metrics when it comes to commercial traffic and truck traffic to be able to travel from Highway 2 over to the Yellowhead and up north, it's a tremendous saving. So. Uh, and benefit to the economy. So, And and as Malcolm Bruce pointed out from Edmonton Global, you're going to hopefully see a lot more companies want to invest in this area and surrounding areas of the city because they know there is an efficient uh, road network that can move their products in a timely manner. So that's uh, it's really great to see that a road network can keep pace with our economic growth here in Alberta. And uh, I think that's probably one of the biggest challenges that we have as a Department of Transportation and Economic Corridors is to make sure that we can live up to to that growth potential. Okay, and Jonathan, do you have a follow-up question? You spoke about this project having challenges with it, but you were able to overcome. What did you learn from producing this project? Well, what we've learned from from this project and others is uh, the overall procurement method. And we've actually worked with the construction industry to see what we can do as the government to have better contracts, better bids going out to the industry so that there's a lot more certainty of, of the design of the project and uh, that risk transfers are are put in the right place. So that's something that we've been engaging with with the industry. We're in the, the upcoming budget next year. We're hopefully going to have uh, a new system in place so that taxpayers get better value for money and also the construction industry has better market signals to know what exactly we're, we're offering with our, our capital plans across the province. So I would say you know, this project and many others, there's, there's been a lot of lessons learned that, we've, uh, that we can build on. Okay, operator, can you please put through the next caller? There
0: are no other questions on the
1: phone at this time. Okay, then we'll go back to the floor. Are there any more questions from the floor? opening up the Anthony Henday to three lanes. Are there talks about increasing the speed limit from 100 kilometers to 110 kilometers? We, we always review the, the speed limits in, in certain areas. Um, there can be, uh, whether it's reductions or an increase of, of speed limits, depending on, on the situation. So that's that's an ongoing discussion that we're having to see because in cert, especially in certain sections of, of the ring road, uh, it is very well designed to have that the higher the higher rate. So but obviously when you add in overpasses and, and the the distance of overpasses to other overpasses, that also affects the, the engineering of it. So that is something that we're we're currently reviewing. Give a follow up. Any more questions from the floor?
2: Alright, and with that that ends our announcement for the day. Thank you very much everyone. Thank you.